Support for Crypto Camel is provided by you, the listener. We couldn't make this show come to life without your support. So make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We love our community to chat about what upcoming cryptos are next to go to the moon and what hidden gems are going to be the next big thing. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Crypto Camel. This is your host, John Saffron, the show where we bring you the latest news and trends in the crypto world. Today, we're going to talk about a few different things in the news, um, namely how the FedEx uh, Reserve is set to allow crypto banking, um, an ETH whale that moves 145,000 Ethereum, Colombia to allow digital currency, and Durmiente, the first film in Latin America founded by NFT sales. We have so much to cover, so let's get started. First of all, the Federal Reserve releases guidelines that could finally allow crypto banks to get what's called master accounts. Um, On Monday, the U.S. Federal Reserve published its long-awaited final guidelines that establish a transparent, risk-based, or consistent set of factors for reserve banks to use in reviewing requests to access Federal Reserve accounts and payment services. Basically, um, this means the guidelines lay out the factors that the Fed will look for when it evaluates whether or not to give a financial institution access to its master accounts. Access to these accounts is needed to participate in the global payment system. So according to a statement um, that accompanied the final guidance, a three-tiered review framework will be established to provide extra clarity on the level of due diligence required for each applicant based on the institution's risk level. The wording that is most applicable to crypto bank states Um, Institutions that engage in novel activities for which authorities are still developing appropriate supervisory and regulatory frameworks would undergo a more extensive review. So uh, the guidelines were originally uh, proposed in May of 2021 and have gone through several rounds of refinement to arrive at their current uh, state. One of the main goals of the process was to provide more comparable treatment between non-federally insured institutions chartered under state and federal law. This development is a positive step forward for banks that seek to serve the cryptocurrency industry. It establishes a framework that could allow Wyoming Special Purpose Depository Institutions, which is the SPDI, like Custodia and Kraken Bank, to gain access to a master account so that they will no longer need intermediary banks. And the new guidelines provide consistent and transparent process to evaluate requests for Federal Reserve accounts and access to payment services in order to support a safe, inclusive, and innovative payment system. This is a a quote from the Vice Chair, uh, Lara Brennard, um, when, when he made the announcement. So... Based on the new guidelines, Tier 1 banks are qualified to be federally insured, while Tier 2 banks would not be federally insured, but still subject 
to prudential supervision by a federal banking agency. Uh, Tier 3 firms are considered not federally insured and not subject to prudential supervision by a federal banking agency. This is the classification that would likely be applied for the vast majority of crypto banks that apply for a master account. It's been a long and drawn out process as Federal Reserve has seemed to drag its feet through every step. In June um, of 2022, Wyoming-based Custodia Bank sued the Federal Reserve Board of Governors and the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas, claiming that 19 months it has been waiting to receive a master account exceeded the legally set limit on response time. While these new guidelines are a step in the right direction, it will still likely take a considerable amount of time for crypto banks to be approved for master accounts through this process. And um, Michelle Bowman um, said in a statement, these guidelines are only the first step in providing transparent process. More work remains to be completed before a process is established to fully implement the guidelines. There is a risk that the publication could set the expectation that reviews will now be complete, completed and accelerated timeline. Next, we want to talk about an Ethereum whale um, that participated in the Genesis ICO has transferred 145,000 ETH. Um, transferred or spent is still un un unclear, but um, after three years of uh, dormancy, a massive uh, Ethereum whale um, who initially participated in the project first token sale, also known as the Genesis Initial Coin Offering or the ICO, um, has just spent or moved 145,000 Ether, which is currently worth about 275 million. And, um, you know, he this, this mega whale... Um, he distributed 145,000 Ether to nine different addresses. And uh, on-chain data indicates that a whale who participated in the Ethereum ICO has moved the 145,000 equal 275 million. Um, and it's the first time the Genesis ICO participant spent coins since 2019, back when 5,000 ETH exited the, the whale's wallet. And... Uh, at the time now, the address currently holds just 0.1177 ETH. That's worth about um, $22 or so. Um, it, that's right after it emptied completely the 145,000 ETH. So the transfer happened on Sunday where um, they were sent in multiple batches of 5,000 ETH, 10,000 ETH, and 20,000 ETH increments. The whale ended the transfer with a final 10,000 ETH transfer. Um, and the wallet owner also transferred 918.89 Canto utility token after sending the final 10,000 ETH from the wallet. Statistics show that the address currently has um, $26,770 worth of ERC-20 tokens. Um, most of the ERC-20 tokens have a value of about $26,000 and it's held in a Omisigo a OMG. The address also has an engine crafted uh, protocol of quick response, non-fungible token worth 0.02 ETH or $38. Before sending out the um, 145,000 ETH, the whale also sent 5,000 ETH on July 
2019, when the Ether was exchanging hands for just around $220 per, per coin. Um, that transaction in July was approximately uh, about $1.1 million in value. The 145,000 Ether sent on Sunday was sent to nine separate blockchain addresses. None of the uh, nine addresses tied to the 145 Ethereum have sent the stashes of coin and some of the addresses can hold the cancer token. That was sent from the original address. It's worth noting, um, you know, when we say the term spent, um, it simply means the transfer of ETH. No one knows really um, uh, whether the coins were sold or meant to be sold or going onto the open market. So, you know, the so-called sleeping currencies um, wake up all the time. And after remaining idle for uh, three years, uh, it's really not that long in the grand scheme of things. For instance, um, in August 10, 2022, the blockchain uh, parser, um, uh, BTC parser, Dot com, uh, they caught 41.55 BTC that derived from 11 years ago on June 19, 2011. The Bitcoins officially woke up um, at BTC block heights 7, uh, 748,051 when they were spent. So blockchain parsers are always catching sleeping cryptocurrencies uh, waking up. However, the aforementioned ETH uh, this whale is far more colossal in size compared to the old Bitcoiner that transferred 41 uh, BTC from it 2011. So what does this mean? Well, such a big number um, has a huge impact on the market. I mean, we're seeing that the price of ETH uh, rising uh, suddenly and something like this could indicate that this is a potential um, move to sell the ETH. And... You know, when such a big amount is put into the open market, it definitely has selling pressure, uh, which drives the, the price down. So this is just something important um, to keep an eye on. Now, we want to take a minute um, to thank you uh, for supporting us and being a part of our wonderful uh, community. And we want to talk about um, a personal experience that we have with one of our sponsors. And um, this is for Zengo Wallet. If you haven't heard about it, it's a really important wallet that's um, really making significant impact in, in the market and the way that people uh, store their cryptocurrency. You know, in the last 10 years, over $100 billion worth of crypto has been lost or stolen, specifically because of poor key management scams and hackers. You know, forget not your keys, not your crypto. Uh, software and hardware wallets both have the same vulnerability, which is a single private key that can be lost, hacked, or simply misplaced. Uh, my new sponsor, the Zengo Crypto Wallet, is a total game changer bringing wallet security to a whole new level. Zengo offers greater security with their three-factor security, biometric imaging, and a recoverability. Uh, you can even back your wallet up to other locations. Zengo offers support that is unparalleled in the crypto community. You have to check out Zengo, an on-chain crypto wallet with no private key vulnerability, leveraging advanced cryptography called MPC which until now has only been available to multi-billion dollar institutions. Your Zengo account is secured by three factors, which makes recovery simple and stress-free. After all, 
with no private key to steal, your crypto assets and NFTs are much more difficult to hack. There's a reason why Zengo is able to claim itself as Web3's most secure wallet. Zengo has it all, multi-chain support, buy, trade, connect to Web3 dApps, and store your crypto with, well, Zen. Zengo has legendary in-app 24-7 live support with real humans. Um, I've been using Zengo for most of my assets. I love using the Zengo wallet um, since day one. Uh, the interface right away was very intuitive and easy to navigate, but I love the security and recovery features. Basically, I no longer have to worry about losing my recovery phrases because Zengo eliminates this with three-factor authentication. So Zengo is the most secure Web3 wallet and the best place to keep your crypto, NFTs, and assets secure. It's also fully recoverable using their biometric recovery kit. Get started at zengo.com slash camel. Use the code camel to get $20 back on your first purchase of $200 or more. That's Z-E-N-G-O dot com slash camel. Code camel for $20 back on your first purchase of $200 or more. Terms and conditions apply and see the site for details. Once again, I want to thank you for supporting our community. Uh, without you, we would not be able to make this possible. And uh, NordVPN is another one of our sponsors. It helps uh, keep our show going. And we want to talk to you about this, especially since we're talking about security. You know, nobody likes to be watched or tracked, even if they have nothing to hide. That's why it's important to step up your privacy game. When you're browsing through a VPN, your traffic is encrypted so that no one can see what you do online. You know, I was recently traveling abroad and I needed to make some transactions on my US-based crypto exchange. Unfortunately, since I was outside the US, I wasn't able to access the website. Thankfully, I was able to use my NordVPN connection and ran my connection through a US-based IP and I was able to make my crucial transactions. So government agencies, marketers, internet service providers, well, they'd all love to track and collect your browsing history, messages, and other private data. So what's the best way to hide it? Well, using NordVPN to encrypt your traffic. If you're not familiar, NordVPN can be used to secure your connection on public Wi-Fi so you can browse in full privacy. Hackers have many methods to steal your data on public hotspots, but with NordVPN, your online traffic is invisible to them. Using NordVPN is also a good idea when you're browsing from your home. VPN encryption is most important when you want to protect your internet traffic and minimize your online footprint. In crypto, online safety is our number one concern. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash camel. And you'll get a huge discount on your NordVPN plan plus four months for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. You can also check out the links in our show's description to take advantage of this great deal. And now we want to talk about another piece of uh, important news, and that's Colombia's plans to launch a digital currency to reduce uh, tax evasion. So the government of Colombia revealed it has plans to launch a digital currency. One of the purposes of this uh, new currency would be to curb tax evasion and enhance 
traceability uh, of transactions made by citizens. Uh, the proposed measure would also be accompanied by restrictions on cash payments and transactions over 10 million Colombian pesos, which is just about $2,400. And um, many countries are now looking to digitize as part of their economies in order to better understand and control the flow of money in their economies. The government of Colombia is planning to launch its own digital currency in the near future. According to statements uh, offered by Luis Carlos Reyes, who was the head of the uh, Colombian tax authority, Reyes told local news outlet um, that this would be one of the proposals of the newly inaugurated President Gustavo Petro in order to curb tax evasion. Estimated to be around 6 to 8% of the GDP of Colombia. On this note, Reyes stated that the purpose of this digital currency would be to enhance the traceability of these transactions so merchants cannot evade taxes using cash as a payment method. Um, and, you know, this is pretty much uh, equivalent to six or eight tax reforms that have been made in the country which is at a maximum of 1% to 1.5% of the GTP, GDP if, if, uh, if it works out. So, but however, Reyes did not disclose any traits of the digital currency or the way in which it would work alongside the traditional payment system in his country. Now, there's cash restrictions. Um, um, the introduction of the digital currency would also be accompanied by other measures that are currently being studied. One of the measures is a restriction on payment in cash over a certain amount. Reyes confirmed this amount would be 10 million uh, pesos. However, these changes might disrupt the payment channels of Colombians. While the use of cash um, for payments was reduced during the COVID-19 pandemic, cash is currently one of the main methods of payment in Colombia. And statistics from the Central Bank of Colombia show that the circulation of bills has risen to its highest number in 17 months. So according to data from uh, the financial uh, superintendency, Colombians still prefer cash as their main payment method when paying for transportation, which is approximately 94%. And when they're paying for groceries, it's about 80%. And when they're doing the cell phone top-ups, it's about 78%. Now, for rent, it's still pretty high at 77%. So this is really important to take note of. You know, this is yet another domino to fall. This is hasn't happened yet, but when it does, it will be another uh, uh, country uh, switching to um, digital currency, uh, which may or may not bode well for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies that we follow. But it's still showing the overall trend to digitize uh, currency and uh, payments. Another piece of uh, really uh, important or actually entertaining uh, news is a film called Dermientes, which aims to be one of the first films funded fully with NFT sales in Latin America. Um, Dermientes, it's a new movie that will be directed by Gibran Bazan, a Mexican filmmaker who aims to be funded fully by the sale of a series of non-fungible tokens, or NFTs. The NFTs, which will be sold on MeTown, a Mexico-based NFT marketplace. And it's designed by artist Gabriel Collin. It's going to feature 3D models that will be connected to the story of the film 
and will bring benefits to the owners. Dermientes will try to succeed using an NFT-based financial model. Cryptocurrencies and non-fungible tokens are migrating to other industries that can also take advantage of the properties and technology. Dermientes, um, which is a Mexican film, and it's one of the first of its kind to try to be fully funded by um, a set of uh, NFTs, is really going to be very progressive in the way um, that films can be funded in the future. Um, So some creative filmmakers, artists, um, can now have the power of the internet and the power globally to get funding to create their pieces of art. No longer do they have to rely on um, studios and uh, greenlit projects. They can have uh, the world greenlight uh, their their project. So director uh, Gibran uh, Bazan thinks that the new technologies might change the landscape of funding in the film industry. And his quote says, part of this new world and Web3 is going to open up a panorama for creators because instead of big companies having the projects, now it's the people. It is decentralization of content. The 1500 NFTs will be sold using MetaOwn, a Mexican-based NFT marketplace. However, neither the the price um, of the NFTs nor the amount the film needs to raise has been shared yet. So, you know, some other similar projects going on. While Dermiente's NFT funding initiative is one of the first in Latin America, other projects have already uh, tried to tap into the NFT market uh, for funding films. Uh, Niels Jewell, the executive producers of movies like The Irishman, uh, which was directed by Martin Scorsese, founded NFT Studios with the same premise last year. And in an interview with The Guardian, Jewell stated that his idea was to democratize the funding stage of indie films, which is a process that can present uh, many difficulties due to the focus Hollywood has on uh, big blockbusters. Other projects have gone in different uh, ways. Uh, Zero Contact, which is a film uh, starring Anthony Hopkins, was released as an NFT with with copies of the film sold for $90,000. NFT characters from the Bored Ape Yacht Club collection will also uh, be featured in the upcoming trilogy of interactive films uh, produced by uh, cryptocurrency exchange uh, Coinbase. So uh, Coinbase is also now getting into the film industry. Um, You have a a huge crossover that's happening uh, between crypto and the entertainment industry. Every day we see um, a little bit more um, capitulation from the normal uh, ways industries um, have been uh, working to a, now a new adaptation um, with crypto. So just wanted to bring you guys this piece of interesting news. Um, we hope you enjoyed today's show. Um, and if you like what you're hearing, please help us out by subscribing uh, to our sponsors. And we look forward to seeing you guys next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Crypto Camel Podcast, your number one source for the deep dives into the crypto communication. It would really mean a lot to check our show wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week with the best-kept secrets in crypto.